0: welcome to husker 24 7 this is brian Christofferson. on the other end is uh michael bruntz it was day one of spring ball um and matt rule and four players uh spoke to the media um kind of felt like those first day of school vibes bruntz i want i wish i would have got a photo of you with your your backpack out on your front porch before you headed over but i'm sorry i didn't get that done
1: yeah no it was uh kind of the you know, Matt Rule had kind of that bouncy excitement of the first yeah. day. It was like syllabus day. You don't have the full the full class, but <laughs> you get a little taste of it. Um it was a newsy day. We we learned mm-hmm. we we got some roster news, we got some position change news. We talked to Heinrich Harburg, uh, one of the first out of the shoot, uh the interview shoot. Um he got the the one of the the lower numbers, I guess, in the Royal Rumble draw. So where we start, what do you want to go with?
0: Uh, we can start with Harburg. I mean, he was one of the four they brought out there, and um, I also think he's a good example of like maybe he can take off at quarterback, but he's open, um, to other things. It sounds like, too. Um, he's all his attention right now is on quarterback. Mike Schaefer wrote a story on our site, people can read more about uh, what he said, but. Um, he is, he was a great athlete at Kearney Catholic had really good track times. I know the GPS timing of guys is something rule brings up a lot. It seems like, and he does, he does very well with that. So he, that speed stands out to him. Um, so I don't know guys like him, uh, who are great athletes, they should be excited. I think about this coaching staff because they've sort of got a history of, we can find something for you, you know? Let, let, let's keep, uh, you know, knocking away at this and see see what's out there. And Harburg seems kind of rejuvenated.
1: Yeah, no, he's and, and Rule said that this was the, the best quarterback room that he's had um, in mm-hmm. any of his other stops, which I, I don't, that doesn't strike me as just coach speak. I don't think he would have said it if he didn't believe it. Um, but Harburg's interesting because, is he a tight end? Is he an edge rusher? Um, he, he's kind of an athletic freak, uh, but, you know, for whatever reason to this point, it hasn't clicked at quarterback. Um, I was surprised that, at, you know, he's thought about it. He admitted he's thought about it. And they said, okay, well, what what position would it be? Tight end, edge rusher, all the above? And he basically said, you know, yes. Like he's, um, you know, willing to do what he can to get on the field. So that's something to watch, especially given the staff's history. The fact that, you know, Matt Rule himself today said that there's going to be some days where guys are going to be practicing on both offense and defense as they kind of figure out yeah. where guys fit. So, you know, I'm not saying that Carberg Carberg's going to be, you know, taking reps at quarterback and then rushing the quarterback in the next seven on seven period or, you know, having to defend passes. But that's that was notable to me that A, he was out there and uh, it's obviously something he's thought about.
0: Yeah. The other thing, um, Another player who was up there was uh, Gabe Irvin. And, um, you know, Gabe has uh, had a great offseason, according to Matt Rule. And I think sometimes we get lost on, on this a little bit. Gabe was such a quick study his first year on campus. I mean, he was the flavor of that first fall camp, remember? Like when he was up there. And uh, it was like he's going to start, like, his opening week as a first-year player and all that. Uh, played at, obviously, that loaded Buford program in Georgia uh, where he came from. And so, um, I mean, it's really just injuries that has sort of gotten in the way of him. But when you hear, like, I remember EJ Barthel was talking about seeing him the first time and just like, man, that's a dude. Like And he he does have that presence about him. And uh, Rule talked about he could be a pretty good, a useful like power back, a guy who can get those tough yards for you. And obviously AJ Allen's another who's gonna throw his hat in the ring. But when you combine that Brunce with the news sort of the news of the day, I guess that Anthony Grant is right now suspended and has to work his way back into the good graces of the staff by meeting some standards, um, it definitely is a door wide open for guys like Gabe Irvin. AJ Allen, who we we're already talking about. And I think Ramir too. You can't even Emmett Johnson, let's not just toss to the side until the staff gets a good eval on him. Yeah.
1: No, I, I think Gabe Irvin's always the guy that you know you can count on. Like you said, he came from Buford, which is a huge organized program in Georgia. Um, he gets it. He understands what you have to do to get in position to contribute. And he, he said today he wasn't 100% last year. I don't think anybody would argue that, but I don't know that. That spot was really, it, was, it felt like a spot that probably would have benefited from, from some rotating, I think is probably a, a diplomatic way of putting it. And I don't know that, especially once AJ Allen went down, that there was much opportunity there for any of those guys further down the depth chart. So I think he senses opportunity. He's, he said he's, you know, feeling 100%. He's finally healthy. And... I don't know. I think, you know, a, a clean slate always kind of puts a little bit of a bounce in guys' steps. And, you know, Matt Rule's staff is, is trying to find guys that they can count on. And, you know, if you're showing up every day, you're being a good teammate, being a good leader, I think that's a good way to to get to the front. And, and you know, now it's performing on the field once you get the opportunity.
0: Yeah. And I mean, this staff has watched a lot of tape on these guys from last year. And I don't want to Pick on Anthony Grant right now while he's down. He's a guy who's had some tough personal things in his life and has done a great job to get to where he is. And last year was a great success story when he was had like 600 yards in the first five games. But I'm just talking about as a running back here, um, I think everyone sort of was in agreement. It was getting a little too east westy, you know, easty westy um, with how he was running in the Big Ten. And you think about how Rule was talking today and kind of pumping up. Irvin is, you know, pounding it out and maybe A.J. Allen's that type of guy. He knows what league he's walking into. And this I the more and more I I used to get caught up when I would hear talk of like a guy runs who could hit the home run, you know, like, the oh, this guy like Greg Bell, remember was like he can take it 60 yards and I can appreciate that. But the more and more I've watched the Big Ten, give me the back who can take the one or two yard run and make it three or four or five. Yeah. You know, get those two extra yards every down. And that's the difference between winning and losing in this league.
1: The Ibrahims, the the Corums, yes. those types who, who can occasionally also break it too. I mean, those guys are, you know, you almost kind of guaranteed a 30 carry day for about 130, 140 with those guys. I mean, that's, that's a, I think that's a recipe that Matt Rule and his staff would love to emulate, especially mm-hmm. given his comments today about the, The shutout in the fourth quarter, the 75 rush yards late, you know, those kinds of things.
0: I mean, that's what they're looking to do. You know what else kind of finishing up here stands out from today? This this staff has talked about watching tape, but you hear like, okay, there's a position move with like Jake Applegate where he's they're going to move him from edge from last year to tight end. that surprises none of us around here who cover recruiting because we watched him at Lincoln Southeast and he, he had great hands and could bounce off people. Um, as a receiver, Uh, but that shows me like rule and his staff. I mean, they dug into the files here. They went back and they looked at like Southeast tape and stuff like that. And they're like, this fits this guy. Let's give him a crack there. And he might be one of those guys who they're still thinking about both sides. There are some guys like that, but that's pretty interesting to me. Just sort of the detail you're starting to pick up on, on how they've studied some guys. Janner and Bonner is another where they obviously looked at his body type a while and they thought, you know what? Even though everyone's touted him as a receiver, he's a hybrid guy. Like let's let's get a little more weight on him, and we can use this guy like uh, Satterfield used some of them at South Carolina.
1: Yeah, no, that I think that's, and I think you go back to like winter conditioning. And I, I talked to some high school coaches who came up and watched Nebraska just go through workouts. And the thing that they noted to me that w- was that that stood out at at Matt Rules, you know staff and the way they did things was you had every position coach at everything that they could be. They were watching every drill. They were watching how guys moved and going back and grading everything that those guys did, um, you know, in in workouts. And I think the ability to, uh, you know, look at a Jake Applegate and say, yeah, this guy moves pretty well for, you know, the size that he is or Bonner or somebody like that. I mean, it's a little bit of imagination at first, but it's also just kind of trusting your eyes and then digging in, like you said, and seeing if there's anything in somebody's background that would suggest that they can make an easy transition like Applegate, who he, he's a good catcher of the ball. He's got great body control. He always has. He's a very good athlete. And I, I, I don't think that they're done moving guys around. I mean, I, I think it's very much going to be a spring where they're readjusting the pieces, finding where guys potentially fit and kind of shoring mm-hmm. up issues on their, their depth chart by using the pieces that they have.
0: Yep, and one other interesting thing. happened After Rule went down uh, the list of sort of some changes and guys who aren't on there, they updated their roster. There's no single digits on it now. I wonder if those will have to be earned. We'll ask about that because um, I know that's become a big deal to like have a single-digit number. Um, but also, no nickels. No edge defenders listed now. They've all put those in the, like your linebacker defensive back. And, um, probably makes sense because right now there's, I, as you're looking at who was listed as what, you're sort of like, yeah, is he that much different than this guy over here, though? You know, is, is Chief Borders a linebacker an edge guy? You know, like is, uh, Isaac Gifford a defensive back or a nickel? Like, so I, I think where they're at right now, that probably makes all the sense in the world to me um to uh sort of uh get away from those niche labels until you figure it out for sure yeah uh luke
1: reimer today was talking about some of the kind of nebulous positions on defense right now and uh sherman and and borders you know the two transfers from the sec asked him okay are they are they with you with the inside guys are they outside and he's like "Ah." they're kind (laughs) of kind of inside kind of outside you know depends on the on the reps and and i think that's kind of where they're at with the defense right now is just kind of getting up to speed on things and trying to to make things work together and i mean there's not a lot of pressure right now to do that when you're you know you still have 14 practices to figure that stuff out
0: yeah um and rule was reminding guys he said today like if you make a mistake like dude there's time here like you can't just put all that pressure on yourself right away this is a process and um so i think they're reminding guys of that it could be tough for those personalities that follow this team that love like what is he you know like what i I need a label attached to that guy or this defense or whatever and you can tell uh, there's some pushback to that, which is uh, yeah. which is fine. That's the way football is now. I don't think it's as easily defined about what stuff is sometimes. We just need to start listing guys on the roster with like the shoulder shrug emoji. Like, don't <laughs> really know. Don't really know. Yeah, Rule should use the emojis. He uses a tweet like with certain guys. Like, kind of they give you clues about where it's heading. I also um, finishing up. I. I, I I'm I've joined the vest community a little bit and rule had his vest on today. And I think I saw a couple other vests. I wonder if that's a subconscious thing, bronze wear. Like I didn't really want to just become a vest guy in the last couple months, but I wonder if it's like sort of been in the back of my mind after seeing rule sport it. Like, man, I okay. could pull that off too. You're going to be wearing a smock by the time fall camp <laughs> comes around. You'll be a smock guy. Yeah. We'll see about that. It's possible. Um, But what we do know for sure is there's a lot of material on Husker 24-7. We're also going through the state of Arizona right now um, as our state of focus this week, because I guess what, Uh, Dylan Ryle is coming into town um, from there. And so we'll have more on on that state and recruiting that. And of course, the big recruiting weekend ahead, all the practice updates. There's pro day this week. So come to Husker 24-7. We will have a ton of stuff